I don't want to scare anyone, but I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. And if you listen to the old timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there. Some sort of demented creature. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them. And sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and this is going to be a very fun, very special episode. It is a Friday the 13th episode, because today is Friday the 13th. It's the first Friday the 13th while I've been doing this podcast, and uh, it just so happens in the last month, month and a half, I don't even remember because the pandemic, I got the uh, big box set for Friday the 13th from Scream Factory, Shout Factory. Uh, they do such an amazing job, and that's the reason I got it. I will admit right now, never been a huge Friday the 13th fan. Um, obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast or you've looked at the episodes of this podcast, I'm a big fan of uh, Chucky, Child's Play. A Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween are my other two favorites. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, probably the very top for me. It used to be Halloween over the years that switched. Friday the 13th, I like the character of Jason Voorhees. I've never been a huge fan of the movies. In fact, I've only seen a few of them multiple times. And uh, now I've seen all of them multiple times, but not very many. Um, I'd only ever seen, I think growing up, I knew I saw Jason Goes to Hell. Um, I had seen the first one a couple times. And after I failed my driving test, for some reason, I rented Friday the 13th 6. I had never seen it. I just heard because of my Leonard Malton book that it was good. At, well, good meaning out of the series, it's good. And that's going to be an important way to look at things. Out of the series, is this good? Because I got to say, as a whole, I don't think the Friday the 13th movies are that good. Do I like Jason Voorhees as a character? Mostly, yes. I, he's very iconic, does some very fun things uh, with kills that are creative. But overall, not really. But I got to say, this box set... With all of them in it. I mean, we're talking even Freddy vs. Jason and uh, the remake. Uh, it, it's great. The box set is amazing. The special features on it are fantastic. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to rank these movies and uh, tell you what I think of them. And I, I got to say, this has been so much harder than I thought. Not because I don't know what my favorite is. I definitely know what my favorite is. I know what my favorite, you know, my top couple are. Uh, I don't know which one I like the least. I've gone back and forth. I actually made an order that I liked, and then I took a nap. And before I napped, I was like, no, I think I should switch those movies around. And then I woke up, and I couldn't remember what the order was again. So I have an order of what I think is worst to best, but it could change. This is a live thing. As I'm doing this show, I may change my mind on how I think this order should go. Because it's so hard, because there are some terrible movies in the Friday the 13th franchise. So what do you say we give it a shot, see if I can do this. I'm sure there will be some controversial decisions. It is very difficult to uh, to make this list, um, but here we go. My least favorite will go number 12 on the list is Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. It's an awful movie. 
It's terrible. First of all, and this is, if you know the Friday the 13th series, you probably know what I'm going to say. This movie barely takes place in Manhattan. He's on a boat for most of the movie. He being Jason, of course. Uh, his return is actually explained from the uh, seventh movie. He's under the water. Uh, a boat comes and the anchor hits an electric line, which is somehow very close to him, brings Jason back to life. He shows up, kills people on a boat having sex. That's a running theme. Not the boat necessarily, but the sex, definitely. And uh, and, and from there, he finds his way onto another boat full of teens that are have just graduated. It's a cruise. They're going to go to Manhattan, which I didn't know Crystal Lake was so close. Uh, it was connected to the ocean. That seemed odd to me as well. There's some kills that are that happen that are okay. It's a very confusing movie. Um, you see visions, like the main uh, character sees visions of like little Jason Voorhees, and uh, he's he looks different every single time, which is very confusing to me. Sometimes he's got this luscious head of brown hair, uh, which most of the time Jason doesn't have hair, or it's very uh, light hair, uh, which was very strange, and I think his face deformity might have been on the wrong side. A couple times, it was very weird. My favorite death in the whole movie, there's a woman that is playing guitar for no real reason on the bottom of the boat, and Jason takes the guitar and smashes it in the face. That's not my favorite, but that's very close. My favorite, obviously, it's the one that everybody loves, when Jason gets into a boxing fight with one of the characters, and dude just punched him for at least over a minute, like, solid. Just punching Kane Hodder as Jason, and then Jason just takes one punch, the head goes flying, and that's that. It's my least favorite, I think. It's very hard. Again, I would say these bottom four are very interchangeable. Anything could happen. Jason X is number 11 for me. Jason in space. Um, I don't like this movie. I There's not a lot of things in it I really enjoyed. I thought it was dumb they were going to space. I kind of thought it was fun that they were going to space at the same time. Which is, is in behind the scenes... Uh, the writer kind of says the same thing. They were sort of like, well, no, it's a terrible idea. Well, maybe it's a good idea. Wasn't really a good idea. They, the only reason they made it is because they couldn't figure out how to make Freddy versus Jason. Um, another reason I don't like it, I don't like the way Jason looks. Jason has, like, short hair that looks very bristly, like a toothbrush. And the mask is shaped in a really weird way. If you've listened to me talk about uh, the Halloween movies at all or the Child's Play movies, if the character, the main one, it looks different, it really throws me off. And with Jason, he doesn't have a whole lot of personality, so you want to have that core look, and he doesn't really have it in this one. And then, of course, he becomes Super Jason, and you know, you either like it or you don't. I think it's terrible. Um, the best death, I mean, it's either when he freezes the lady's face and then smashes it against the table, and then there's, like, nothing left. That's pretty fun. Or when they uh, go back to the well, and there's the hologram of the naked camper girls, and he scoops them up into uh, the sleeping bags and just beats the bejesus out of them. I mean, they've done it before, but I think it, it's sort of an iconic death, so I was fine with them bringing it back. All right, number 10, Jason Goes to Hell. Now, this was one I originally had at the bottom, but then I got thinking there were things in it I liked more than Friday the 13th Part 8 and Jason X. Uh, what I like in Jason Goes to Hell is the opening scene. I think the opening scene of that movie is better than the other two movies combined. 
Um, you get the stereotypical woman at Crystal Lake, and Jason shows up to kill her. It, there's a lot of tension, actually, in that part, which I really liked. Jason looks very weird in this movie, though. It's, but his head is so bubbly and weird, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but other than that, the FBI shows up, and they just blow him up. And that's after, after that is when this movie just becomes a banana sandwich, and I don't understand what's going on. The coroner eats Jason's heart. And then Jason's soul, I guess, starts jumping bodies to kill the people in his family, which is just like what Halloween does. It's goofy. It doesn't make sense. The deaths in the movie are actually really bloody and really fun. That's why I ended up bumping it up from the bottom. Um, They include some evil dead stuff. The Necronomicon's in it. The knife is supposed to be the knife um, that Ash uses in the evil dead. I mean, he's supposed to be a deadite. The director in the behind-the-scenes Blu-ray from Shout Factory says, in his eyes, it's canon that Jason is a deadite. I don't know that I buy into that, but if the director says it, I guess that's the way it is. But he says a lot of things that are crazy. Um, Number nine in the ranking of Friday the 13th. We've got Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. This movie is terrible. I feel like I keep saying that, but it's true. It's not good, and Jason's not even really in it. I guess I should have mentioned that about Jason Goes to Hell. Jason's barely in the movie. You see him in mirrors for the most part. Um, And in A New Beginning, it's not even him doing the killing. It's somebody that's pretending to be Jason because his son got killed in the craziest way. People are at Crystal Lake, but it's it's like a halfway house for people. Some that have... You know, mental disabilities, I think, and psychological issues like Tommy Jarvis is there, a version of Tommy Jarvis. There's many versions of Tommy Jarvis. My favorite death in it is a very bizarre scene. It's a sex scene that is about two seconds long in this movie. Um, And the girl, Tina, gets uh, garden shears poked through her eyes. Uh, If it's not that one, it's her boyfriend that uh, gets a belt buckle on his head around a tree and he squishes the head, which is awesome. A lot of stuff gets cut in this. But here's the weird thing about this movie. The director, that sex scene is like two seconds long. He wanted it to be 10 minutes long. That's what I found out in the behind the scenes. I believe it was 10 minutes. So I'm like, that's excessive. Um, call me crazy. I know these movies are about uh, sex and nudity and then Jason killing everybody. But I feel like in the middle of your movie, had dropping a 10-minute sex scene is a little strange, to say the least. Um, there's some really weird rednecks in this movie that I find very fun. Um, their deaths aren't exactly that good, but they're so campy and ridiculous, and I can't believe this was a movie that made a lot of money in theaters. But you don't actually see like a full-body Jason killing until towards the end when you find out that it's not really him. Um, and, but that's like, it's a cop out. Like, I don't like, I don't like my Friday the 13th movies without Jason Voorhees, uh, except for the one exception. And we'll get to that a little bit later on, uh, moving up to number eight. Okay. I'm going to say it right here. Seven and eight together. Um, they could switch and here's the difference. So right now, um, eight, I have the Friday the 13th reboot. Now I like this movie. I do. It's a little long for me. A lot of the Friday 13ths are very short. Uh, this one felt longer to me. Um, it was a reboot that was done by the people that did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which I really liked. 
Um, and I did like this movie. They, this movie combines basically Friday the 13th, 1, 2, and 3. And it's kind of a rehash of the things that happened in that. A bit more hardcore. Jason's faster in this one. Uh, you see all different versions of him. You see him with like the bag on his head. And then you see him with the hockey mask. You see him without the mask, which I don't like. He's got really long, scraggly blonde hair in this one. I just, I didn't really like that. Um, and I didn't really like the people that much. Um, but it is everything you want in a Friday the 13th movie. There's sex, there's drugs, and there's killing for having the sex and the drugs. And the reason I say it's interchangeable with my next pick, which is Friday the 13th Part 3, is when Part 3 is not in 3D, it's not very good. And I would say Friday the 13th, the remake, is better. But when it is in 3D, because there's so many gratuitous uh, 3D shots where they just use it for the complete campy version... And let me tell you, I am for it, for that. I love it when the things are flying at me. It's just stupid and it's fun. I happen to have a 3D TV, and if you don't have one and you're missing the 3D part of this, the movie's pretty dumb. Um, Jason is fun in it, though. He's fast, which I wasn't expecting. Um, and he gets the hockey mask. My only pro- my problem with that, though, is you don't see him get the hockey mask. Like, the guy that has it is super annoying, and you really can't wait for him to die. And he goes in this barn, and Jason's there, but you don't see him get killed, and then the next thing you know, Jason comes out of the barn with the mask on. You know, to their defense, they didn't know Jason in a mask was going to be this big thing. I did like that there's a gang in this movie that's just there to get killed. Like, that's the only reason they're there. They're very 80s. Like, they seem like they could be a gang from, like, a video game. And there's just three of them, and they're there, and they're just there to die. Um, my favorite death is uh, a character named Andy. He just gets done having sex, as they do. And uh, he's doing a handstand out of the room, and he looks up, and Jason's there, and Jason cuts him in half. And it is awesome. It's fantastic. Um, the other death that's really good, again, this is if you have the 3D version, is when he pops the guy's head and the eyeball comes sticking straight out. It's goofy and dumb looking if you don't have 3D, but if you've got the 3D, it's fun. All right, moving up to my number six spot is Friday the 13th Part 2. The first time that we actually get Jason Voorhees in a movie, kinda. It's not the Jason that we know. This is a, a big skulking hillbilly version of Jason with a burlap sack over his head, which is creepy. I think that's why I like this one. There are uh, counselors going to the camp. Again, most of the time, if they're at the camp, if they're at Camp Crystal Lake, they're setting up camp. This is like before um, camp has actually begun. And so you've got them getting ready. Um, I don't remember really anybody's name in these. I know I like the girl that survives to the end. There is a death in it that I enjoyed. Um, most of them are just hacks to the face or stabbing through them when they're having sex. That happens a lot in these movies. Um, but there's a there's a character. I admit this might be playing to me as a person. There's a character in a wheelchair. So instantly I'm like, oh, I'm that guy. And he dies in a very dumb way. It doesn't make any sense. He's wheeling forward and you see like from behind him. But then a machete just comes and whacks him right in the face. and But the the kill comes from, like, the side. So, like, there's no way that the, the guy wouldn't have seen him. But I don't really care because it's funny. Because he gets hit in the face and then rolls backwards. And if that's not enough, I was like, oh, man. Man, wheelchair people never survive in these movies. 
he keeps wheeling back and then falls down a giant flight of stairs just wheeling backwards. It's the funniest thing in the world. Uh, it's also terrifying for me because I hate the idea of rolling downstairs. It just scares the crap out of me. Um, and then it's just a freeze frame when he's halfway down, which I love. Um, this movie still, I thought, had some good scares. It had some fun kills. So this is very middle of the road for me. Um, the next one, number five for me, is Freddy versus Jason. I mentioned at the very top of this, I'm a Freddy guy. Man, I love my Nightmare on Elm Street. And when these two finally got together, they tried over a decade to make these two monsters fight each other. And when they finally did, the movie's good. It's it's fine. I like it. I like the premise of Freddy, you know, not being able to hurt anybody anymore because they don't know about Freddy, the kids on Elm Street. So he uses Jason from hell to um, go and get them. You don't really see him resurrecting Jason. I mean, you do, but like you don't see them actually meeting in hell, which I kind of, that's sort of what the ending of Jason Goes to Hell makes you think is going to happen. Uh, the, I read an early script of Freddy vs. Jason. I don't know if it was real. I don't know if it was a fan script, but I remember reading one in my parents' living room, and it had all the characters from the other movies. It had uh, Tommy Jarvis, it had Nancy, and I think it maybe even had Alice from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. But none of that happens in this movie. Um, what does happen, I don't have one favorite kill in this one. The, the Just the fight. Anytime Freddy and Jason fight each other, it's a splatter fest. There's blood and guts and pieces flying everywhere, blood spraying. I mean, there's so much blood in this movie, and it's just kind of campy fun. I love it. It's one of my favorites of the series. But again, it's not so much because of it's it's Jason, but I, I think the Freddy element helps. Because once you get to Freddy versus Jason, you've had to got, get through Jason X. You've had to get through Jason Goes to Hell. You've had to get through Jason Takes Manhattan. So... It's a breath of fresh air. And I got to say, I like the way Jason looks in this one. He's much more slow. He's slower. He's a little bit more zombie-like, but I like the look of him. Uh, his head's like black. It's this weird dark color, but the shape actually looks pretty close to what the original Jason was. So I like that. I think that's kind of fun. Um, next up, number four of the Friday the 13th movies is the fourth movie. Um, Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter, which clearly not the final chapter. Uh, this one has Corey Feldman in it. Uh, it's got Crispin Glover doing a crazy-ass dance um, that, you know, it, it seeing what uh, President Trump uh, dances like, Crispin Glover, he could run for office. That dude could win. For the most part, though, this is very basic Friday the 13th, but you've got a good-looking Jason character. The ensemble, like, the mask looks good with the face. It's just vintage Jason. It's just Jason going around, killing people. Uh, my favorite death in the movie is actually Jason's death. Supposed death. I say that with quotation fingers. Tommy Jarvis, Corey Feldman just like shaves his head real weird, pretends to be like a kid version of Jason. Jason gets confused and then his sister whacks Jason and his mask comes off. I don't like the way Jason's face looks. It's really weird. But then uh, Tommy just goes at him, whacks him with the machete after Jason's head falls in the machete and then just slowly starts slicing off it's such a cool look such a great effect i love it and then Corey feldman just grabs the machete and just goes to town and kills him and then at the end you get this little shot of uh, tommy jarvis getting close up on his face like oh maybe he's gonna be the next jason which they, they hint at in friday the 13th 5 but they don't go anywhere with it that's the thing with these movies some they're, they're like loosely connected but they're their own little 
movies. It's hard to explain. The continuity in these movies is non-existent. It's like the people that took over didn't talk to the last person. That's why I like the Child's Play movies so much. Same creative voice the entire way through. They're making the same decisions. This one, it's all over the damn place. It's everywhere. My number third favorite Friday the 13th movie, the original Friday the 13th. I said earlier I like my Jason movies with Jason in it because he's not really in this. As you learn in Scream, uh, it's Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees. Um, The movie itself, pretty basic camp counselors getting killed off. Uh, If you like camp movies, it's kind of a fun camp movie. But again, they're, they're there before camp actually begins. And um, it's fun. A lot of the deaths are off screen, which are it, I was very surprised when I rewatched it here this last time. All of them are POV kills, pretty much, because they, they don't want you to know who the killer is until the end of the movie, uh, which it's now pretty much common knowledge. I mean, this came out in 80. The best death by far is Kevin Bacon's when he's lying on the bed just after he's had sex. And then the arrow goes through behind him and it goes through his throat. It's a nice effect. It, it looks a little cheesy by today's standards, but... It's fun. Uh, the twist of it being Mrs. Voorhees at the end is awesome. But here's the thing. The whole reason that she's killing people, that she's gone on this killing spree, she's killed people before, and now she's doing it again when they're trying to open the thing. Counselors let uh, Jason drown when he was little, and, and he's dead, right? Like, that's the, that's the whole idea. So Mrs. Voorhees goes crazy and, and kills everybody. Well, by bringing Jason back, where's he been? Like, it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason for her to have killed everyone if Jason's been alive this whole time and supposedly sees her die at the end of this movie. That's kind of what they're, what they're saying. There's the dream sequence at the end, pretty classic scene, where the final the, the final girl at the end is floating away on a boat and uh, child Jason comes splashing out of the lake, grabs her. It's a nice jump scare. Uh, they're ripping off Carrie, and they'll tell you that in the behind the scenes, they're ripping off Carrie. In fact, this whole movie was made because um, they sent the writer out there like, uh, go copy Halloween. Just make just make another Halloween. So this movie wouldn't happen without Halloween, and I kind of love that because Halloween is one of my all-time favorite movies. But that's a dream sequence. There's a lot of dream sequences in this series. It's a running thing at the end of the movies, and it's very confusing. But then in the second movie, then Jason is an adult, and it doesn't make any sense. It's very weird. If Jason's all around, there's no reason for his mother to have killed. It doesn't make any sense. Um, the director of Jason Goes to Hell says that uh, he believes that Jason's mother used the Necronomicon from Evil Dead to resurrect him, and he's become this being. If you believe that, great. I don't know that I believe that. They just weren't paying. They just didn't care. They're like, we just make another one. Doesn't matter. That's basically what they say in the behind the scenes, which is one of the reasons I love this box set is because everybody's pretty honest about what they're doing in these movies. Uh, my number two favorite Friday the 13th movie is number seven, Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. It's basically Jason versus Carrie, and it's super fun. It's the first time Kane Hodder plays Jason Voorhees. And he's very zombie looking, like he's falling apart at this point. Um, in the sixth movie, he you know becomes very supernatural. And we'll get into that here in a little bit. Spoilers for obviously what my number one is, um, but he is much more vicious this time around. The kills are kind of light, um, but he's throwing people around. He's getting things dropped on him. Uh, he's a much more physical Jason, um, but I like his look. Like he's he's bed in Crystal Lake, just kind of 
getting all waterlogged and soggy and he's looking that way and I just like the look of him so much in this one and it's fun I actually kind of like the girl that's uh, you know not Carrie but uh, basically this is the first time we get the sleeping bag death or he picks somebody up in a sleeping bag uh, a girl who's just had sex because obs and he uh, smacks her against a tree just once now they did it a bunch of times originally um, but they had to cut it back and they said when they cut it just to one, it just seemed much more vicious. And it does. It's just mean. He just picks her up, whacks her against the tree, dead. But originally it was a bunch of times. So much so that uh, Kane Hodder hurt himself doing it. Um, which I loved. I loved that idea. Um, Bernie is in it from Weekend at Bernie's. Not a, Again, not a good weekend for this guy. He's getting killed again by Jason. He's a real smarmy like uh, psychiatrist that's trying to help this girl that's got telekinetic powers and well, kind of trying to help her. He's sort of a dirtbag too. And when Jason goes to kill the girl's mom, he like holds her in front, which I totally forgot about. And what after I rewatched, I'm like, oh, that's right, that's ridiculous. It's just fun. I thought this was a fun movie, and I really like the way Jason looks. And again, that's pretty important to me. Jason's so violent in this one. I like it. Kane Otter is very good as Jason. Unfortunately, most of the movies that he's in are not good, which sucks. But my number one favorite Friday the 13th movie by far is part six, Jason Lives. And I think you're either one side or the other on this one. This movie goes funny. This movie goes humor. It's kind of like I talked about with Sean in the uh, the Halloween bonus episode. I like my zombie movies funny. I like my Friday the 13th funny as well. When they resurrect Jason... It's like a full-on Universal Studios old-school monster movie. Grave Robin, they're going to dig him up to make sure he's there. It's Tommy Jarvis and his friend Horshack from uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. And Jason comes back to life when lightning hits like a uh, like the cross that's on his grave. I love that Jason's buried, too. It's just ridiculous. And it brings him back to life. And he's just full-on, over-the-top ridiculous in this one. The credits go into his eye. And he does the the James, it's the James Bond opening. Right then and there, you're like, this is a totally different, this is not the same series that we've seen up till this point. I mean, after Jason 5, Friday 13th 5, they had to change things up because that one was just garbage. Um, so then this one, it's just campy. I mean, he rips a person's arm off. There's a, There's heads getting cut off. It's a lot of fun. I really like uh, Friday the 13th 6. The only thing I really didn't like about it was that uh, it looks he's got like a utility belt on, which kind of looks like a fanny pack, which I realize it was the mid-80s, but it's a little much. Uh, my favorite death by far, there is a, uh, a sheriff in this one that's uh, kind of going after Tommy Jarvis because he thinks Tommy Jarvis is the one killing everybody because that's what we're kind of led to believe is going to happen. But clearly we know it's Jason. And the dude gets completely broken in half. And he looks like a stapler by the end. And I I liked the guy, too. I thought he was fun. But I really enjoyed the humor in this Friday the 13th. Um, I thought it was a nice change of pace from what we've been at. And it kind of sticks with it for a couple movies with the camp. Um, And the humor kind of stays. Which I think is, is good because these movies are silly anyway. There's no real plot that goes through any of them. I mean, everybody that's there... It's just there to die. I mean, that's really all it is. You just want a body count, and that's what the Friday the 13th movies are. And Friday the 13th 6 has fun with that idea. So there you have it. There's the ranking, my official ranking of the Friday the 13th movies. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Either way, I'm fine. <laughs> whether whether you think I'm right or not, I don't even know that I'm right. Because, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of this series. 
I think most of them are not good. And um, the things that I like in them are usually just random deaths. Um, but the last, you know, handful I, I do think are fun. I think Jason Voorhees is a super fun character. And I'm probably going to watch one of them today, even though I've watched them all. Man, getting through this set was hard. Because, like I said, not a huge fan of the series, but I wanted to watch all of them. And I knew I'd eventually do them on the podcast. And I specifically didn't get into a lot of detail in these movies because I might do a deep dive on them later if I can find somebody else that wants to watch these with me. Um, I might do a deep dive and definitely hit every character, their names, their actors, um, the directors, all that stuff. Um, But I didn't want to do that yet. I just kind of want to do an overview. It's Friday the 13th. So, you know, you got to talk about Friday the 13th. If I'm going to watch any of them today, it'll be Jason Lives. But I can't promise you that I will. The boy. Is he dead too? Who? The boy, Jason. Jason? In the lake. The the one who attacked me. The one who pulled me underneath the water. Ma'am, we didn't find any boy. Then he's still there. 